Well, good evening. We're grateful for your attendance this evening, the presence of each one, visitors or members alike. We're looking forward to a good service together this evening. Appreciate Brother Carl's leading us in singing today and the attention so far in our service, the singing and the time we have spent together. Uh, we've got several who are out tonight, of course, many who are traveling, some who were here this morning, but then had to go on. And uh, as we'll mention in a few moments at the end of our service, we're sad for the many that are sick and aren't able to be out. Uh, and so we are, are mindful of all those folks, but we're thankful that you were able to be with us this evening. And of course, uh, we've got a semi-visitor over here on the side. I gave her a hard time and asked her if she was lost. Uh, and, and I told her I was just kind of riding her there, but we're glad, super glad to see Miss Arlene with us this evening with all that she's been battling and the health struggles that she's been going through. And we're just thankful that she was able to be out, even on such a, a yucky day like today as far as the weather goes. Uh, if you're visiting with us tonight, I apologize just a little bit. Uh, we're going to kind of talk about a few things tonight. At the end of our sermon, we're going to issue a few challenges, not only to the congregation here, but certainly to each one of us individually. So we'll come around to a few things that are certainly applicable to any of us. But at the same time tonight, I'd like for us to take a few moments and think about the year that has come before us. Now, I have to admit that I was not a part of all of that uh, as we came about midway through the year, but in talking to folks and looking through bulletins so far, uh, you know, we were able to uh, piece through uh, some information, and, and I think this is something that uh, I borrowed from other ministers who have done it, and of course seen many folks do it. One of, the, one of the ones in particular, a good friend of mine, said he had borrowed it from somebody else, so I know a lot of times during the year, and Faith even mentioned that, that Bill would do this from time to time, uh, even sometimes after the men's meeting in January, uh, but I'd like for us to to think about uh, just some of the things that have taken place here. And of course, there may be a, a few things that would encourage us as we think about some of the work that's gone on here. And as we begin, I, I want to apologize if, if I omit anything. Again, I did my best to ask questions and try to go through the bulletins and comb through all the information. Uh, but I know there's a, certainly a possibility uh, that we may mess a little bit of information up. I titled this lesson, Glancing Back and Pressing Forward. I was trying to think of some title that we could use year in and year out. And I, this was the best I came up with because I think it's important that we glance back. Even with all the things that have happened here this year and the encouragement that's gone on, it's good to think back to what's gone on. Some people say, well, you've you got to focus forward. You can't think at all about what's behind you. But we know that if we don't consider what's behind us, then we'll uh, maybe mess up the same way we've messed up before. So it's good to glance back from time to time and think about things that have, have already gone. But it's certainly more important to press forward, to press on to the good things that lie ahead. And so we want to think about 2018 for just a few moments together this evening. I'd like to share just some things with you from the first, uh, as far as just kind of some numbers or some names. Uh, when I look back through the bulletins, I don't think we've had any births in the congregation this year. Uh, there have been several births, and one thing I would mention here as we start this is... Um, there are a lot of family members who have had things that have happened, especially as we talk about some of the deaths, but I tried to kind of focus mainly on members of the congregation. So uh, from what I could find, there were no births of anyone directly that's a member here so far this year. We look forward to some possibly in the new year. The Strachaners are getting ready to, to welcome a baby, but so far in 2018, there have not been any births in particular in this congregation. When we look back on some of the deaths, um, Jerry Proctor passed away at the very end of 2017. I talked to Miss Joyce for just a few moments before services, uh, and she was she said the same thing that I've heard said a lot at this congregation, and I wish you could have met him. And I've heard that about a lot of folks who have gone on uh, from this congregation already. I wish you could have met her. I wish you could have met him. Uh, and then some of you may know the name of Anita Grissom. When I asked Miss Faith about it, she mentioned that she had been uh, wheelchair-bound and not able to be here for a long time, um, but she passed away just in January 
January of 18. Uh, and so both of those have been listed in the bulletin before. Uh, new births. Of course, we want to focus on births, and we want to think even about those that have gone on. Uh, but when we think about new births and those who have been uh, baptized, Clayton was not a member here when he was baptized back earlier in May. Uh, but we were thankful when he decided to make that great decision. Uh, and so, again, looking kind of through the bulletin, I did not see any particular other baptisms of those that were going to be uh, members here and place their membership here. But in 2018, uh, we did see at least one baptism as Clayton was baptized, and then when we started our work here uh, in the summer. When it came to placing membership, some of those names got a little small, but again, as I looked through the records, we were thankful uh, for Shannon and her boys coming uh, the way of the congregation here. Some of the dates may be a little bit off, but uh, again, kind of looking through the bulletins when those things were in the bulletin. Uh, Gary and Nancy Morris placed membership as well in July. The Sneeds came along uh, in uh, uh, September there. I always remember the Sneeds coming along because they came to visit on the very first Sunday that I preached back, uh, I think it was September, or excuse me, August 5th. And so, uh, you know, they were visiting on a kind of a busy day for us already. And I'll tell they they weren't here tonight, but Nick in particular, within a couple of weeks of them coming back, one Sunday I was in the back there and Nick was standing there. And I thought, I think he's waiting for me. I was talking to somebody, you know, he was just standing there. I thought, okay, I don't know. I didn't even know Nick that well at that time. I thought, what is he going to ask of me? And what he told me was that his birthday was the next week and he wanted it in the bulletin and he wanted it announced. And I said, we can take care of that for you. Don't you worry. But I, I made eye contact with his mom before, you know, she's wondering. She didn't know what he was saying either. She was scared to death of what he was fixing to tell the preacher. Uh, but we were glad this needs came our way from the Dayton area. And uh, they have been sick today and all actually for the last week or so. And they've not been able to be with us. And then Tanner and Jessica Pickett as well. Uh, most of you have got to meet Jessica. Uh, and Tanner, along the way, they came from the Whitwell area, had been members at Dunlap for a while, and moving closer to this area, had started uh, coming and placing their membership. And so certainly, even as we said with the lesson this morning, uh, we want to fill the pews. We don't want to just fill the pews to fill the pews, but we're thankful uh, when those place membership here and consider working with the congregation here at Saudi. Uh, we did have a couple of weddings last year. Uh, Harrison and Tabitha, I forgot to double check. Was it March 16th? 15th. All right. I, I was afraid of that. Uh, you know, you go to the source of all information, which is Facebook. Uh, and when you look on there, I was a little concerned with the dates on the pictures that some of the people have posted. So March 15th. Uh, and then Charles and Shannon as well back in May. Uh, and so we're thankful for some of the weddings that took place, even though they may not have been here at the building for those that are involved with this congregation and looking forward to them and continuing their lives together. Uh, and then even with leadership, Charles began serving as a deacon uh, back in August. And uh, again, we know, uh, you know the elders are the leaders of the congregation, but any time a, a man is willing to step up and take a sort of leadership role, whether it is as an elder or even in the servant role of a deacon, but yet helping take care of many things around this congregation, we are thankful for that and the work that they do uh, many times all throughout the year. I've got a few pictures to share in a few moments, but I also list, listed a few things. Uh, Saudi had a big year in that they hired two different ministers, not just one, uh, but two at two different times. And I want to say, I want to include both of those dates involved a hospital visit, I believe, for somebody. I think it was Midge uh, had a little bit of an episode there on uh, the, as Harrison was beginning his work and had lunch. And then old Catherine Ison decided to take a tumble in the kitchen uh, the day we had lunch, uh, the day of my first Sunday preaching. So, again, don't know if those are good signs or bad signs, but uh, we're thankful. 
uh, for the opportunity to work with you all. I know Harrison Tabitha will feel the same way. Um, looking uh, excited to not only looking back at 2018 and the beginning of those works, but the future that lies ahead. Uh, the Ladies' Day, the Youth Retreat, Ladies' Retreat, Teacher Appreciation Dinner, all these things take place throughout the year. Again, some of them before we were a part of the congregation. Part of the reason of this lesson and just kind of touching on things is the fact that it brings some smiles to our face to think about some of the things that have taken place. Whether you are a part of the Ladies' Day or the Ladies' Retreat or the Youth Retreat, it's encouraging the things that are going on here at Saudi. And even these things, as they sometimes get repeated from year to year, uh, it's encouraging the Teacher Appreciation Dinner to try to take a few moments uh, and, and put, uh, you know, uh, just a few minutes even uh, just maybe in even an hour back into the teachers who put countless hours into teaching not only our adults but uh, even our young people and our children is is just a small token uh, but it's something important that we can try to do and so again those are just kind of listed there but we're thankful uh, for those we had our homecoming back in the fall uh, thankful for the good attendance of that I in particular enjoyed getting to meet lots of people that I may have never met before and we're thankful to welcome those back and have a good meal and a good uh, time of singing on that day. I mentioned the uh, Valentine's luncheon that was uh, usually for the widows and widowers. We kind of shifted and had one at Thanksgiving, so they had, had two by the end of the year. The Thanksgiving one ended up not being as well attended as usual in the fall due to some sickness, uh, due to the darkness. So we may swap that up next year and make it a, a Saturday lunch thing or something like that to try to make it where more can attend. But we're thankful to take time to honor those widows and widowers that we have and do our best to continue to look out for them. And then, of course, <coughs> pardon me, and then, of course, we just recently did the fruit baskets or bags, putting those together. I uh, hope that you had an opportunity, if you took one of those, to visit with someone. It's really something that's very simple. I mentioned it ahead of time, and most of you saw it, and I know the congregation had done it here before, but it literally takes about five minutes. Uh, it takes five minutes of people's time to come in here and put these things together, uh, but it is an encouragement as we think about going into our homes and visiting members and trying to encourage people during this time of year with even something as simple as that. Uh, Vacation Bible School happened in June, uh, June 18th to the 22nd there. Uh, even my family uh, was able to attend one night and enjoy uh, the things that took place there. We're thankful for that time and those that were reached out to during that time. Uh, the pictures, some of the pictures that were put up on Facebook there on the Saudi page uh, was, of course, some of the kids singing up here at the front uh, and even with Mr. Bill. Uh, there on the floor here in Harrison and others as they were uh, uh, were singing with the kids and so we were thankful for those that were able to be reached uh, again not being a part of that I can only kind of speak to that event and just visiting one night but I know many of you again countless hours time and effort uh, put into that and it was a really good thing even as we got to come one night we were very encouraged by the work that we could already see uh, being done here and of course anytime Harrison's in a costume I didn't get a picture up of that that's always encouraging and the kids and picking on him uh, about that. So we're thankful for all those who had a part in helping our kids and reaching out in the community with our uh, Vacation Bible School here. Uh, of course, June 24, 2018 was a very large uh, day here for this congregation, a very momentous day there uh, as we thought about and as you guys uh, didn't say farewell, of course, but as the cake said there, uh, in appreciation. Uh, to Bill and Sylvia for all their work. I've said it to anyone that I come in contact with, uh, just a little short time that I've got to know Bill already. Uh, I've always known of Bill, but really get to know him. I've gained a small appreciation for him, and I know how much the congregation here uh, appreciated him and him and his work for so many years and doing so many good things, not just in the pulpit, uh, but, but how it extends to so many other areas of his life. 
and into the community. And so I know it was a, a great day, uh, even as we, I remember passing by uh, on the road there, headed to Lake Hills on that Sunday, uh, seeing the tent up and thinking about how many y'all were going to have for the meal and everything. I know that was very encouraging to see the building full and to take a moment and honor them there at the end of June as he uh, took the, the last sermon there and then uh, thought about moving on as he took, they took the month of July off and visited for a little bit. Uh, we were, were very thankful uh, for them, and I know y'all enjoyed that day. Probably what was one of our first events, as far as the Danleys getting involved, was the 4th of July. Uh, coming up here on that day and thinking about uh, reaching out and trying to encourage those that would come here into the parking lot. Uh, Harrison and, and some of the gang there had, had the, uh, and, and all those that were involved as far as having some of the tracks and some of the things about the congregation, uh, trying to offer to those that would come in, encourage them to come back and visit. Uh, that was just a really encouraging thing, and we saw the work begin here, you know, at Saudi. It was amazing to watch everybody finding their different ways and working around and trying to reach those uh, that were coming into the parking lot. And there was even a rumor that Marvin Shipley was working. He's not doing anything there in that picture, but I think he even got involved uh, with working around. But either way, it was a very good event. Uh, and again, we, we were very encouraged to see all those who were involved with reaching out as people would, would come in and get to enjoy the fireworks on that evening. And that was just uh, one of those things that this congregation can take uh, pride in. And again, and taking something that's going to happen regardless of the fact because people are going to try to come and watch the fireworks but really turn that around into a way that we could uh, reach out to folks and get our name out there and even as we talked about that this morning several were involved with the vbs and the day of caring at the monterey congregation um it was, uh, again, one of the first things we got to see, and um, it was just very encouraging to think about um, all that took place in the days leading up and even in the day there, encouraging the people uh, as it is in July, and it was even on the 4th of July. It's very, very hot, uh, and being outside and working there was, uh, was a challenge, but at the same time, very, very much encouraging not only the congregation here at Saudi, but especially to those folks there as we try to do some good and reach out to the community meet physical needs, meet spiritual needs. We talk about these things over and over again because it's what we should be about as part of the business here with the Saudi congregation. And that was just one more event. We had our trunk retreat on uh, Wednesday night here, and there was a picture of some of the kids. We might have conveniently left out pictures of some of the adults. I don't know. We didn't get all those in there. Uh, we had uh, several kids who attended that night. We had a little dinner before, if you were here to be a part of that, and tried to Again, we didn't have so many visitors that night. Uh, we had some family that came in, uh, but try to encourage our young people, uh, sugar them up at least, and send them home to their parents. And uh, we're thankful for times like that where they can be together and see how encouraging it is to have other young people that would be here for Bible class, but even be here for something fun like a trunk or treat. Uh, several got to attend the ARC trip there in the fall. We took the bus and uh, several vans and went on up to the, the ARC trip and to the Shaker Village there uh, and really enjoyed our time. Very encouraging thing. If you've not got a chance to visit the ARC or to visit the Creation Museum, either one, uh, it is quite uh, just in, in scope there to stand there and be in awe uh, of that, um, that type of thing and to think about the encouraging things that are found there as there are people who are trying to teach what the Bible has to say about creation and things there that are found in the book of Genesis and so many had a chance to go on that trip. Of course more recently we had our downtown encouragement 
Um, the pictures there, of course, not only the physical needs, and again, we talked about this one Sunday morning after it was over, uh, but we, you know, we really focused on that. I mean, we wanted to talk to people. Tabitha and Harrison were a couple that were uh, going around and handing out muscle and a shovel if they wanted one, or the attorney bracelets, praying with folks. Uh, we were trying to meet spiritual needs if they would let us and wanted to talk about it, but even more so, just providing a warm meal, a hot meal, and uh, providing clothes and other things that people might need. Um, it is truly an encouragement, not only to those that we came in contact with, but to those that were involved. And I had to finish off, of course, with the uh, Santa Claus there uh, in the in the Christmas dinner. Most of you know there were so many other pictures that made their way into public viewing on Facebook, um, but those were just a few. As you know, we take a moment just to have fun. I mean, I, again, we can go through the whole year, and there's encouraging things and spiritual things, um, but we have enjoyed getting to know the humor side of the congregation here and how much fun we can have together even on a night like that. Uh, as we spend a few moments thinking about a few other things, there are many other events. I tried to start making a list from my head going through the bulletins. We could spend all night talking about the different events here at Saudi. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's encouraging to think about a few. One of the lessons that I heard, um, and, you know, had witnessed somebody do in regards to kind of the end of the year, they called it commendations and concerns. And so as we think about some of the fun things and look at some pictures and think about some of the statistics, if you will, I'd like for us as well to think tonight about some things that we could maybe be commended for, but some concerns as well. One of the things that might be commended for is growth. Second Peter uh, chapter 3 and verse 18, Peter says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So we're not just talking again about filling the seats with people. Don't just grow in number, but to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I was going to see how many negatives I could fit on the screen here. Maybe no baptisms, but not necessarily no growth. Um, we Again, as we talked about... Uh, new births. We may not have had baptized 12 or 15 or 30 people this year here at the building, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's not any growth among the congregation. And so you'll see through some of these commendations and the concerns and some of the challenges, uh, both good and bad. Maybe we didn't. Uh, maybe we did grow in those that placed membership, but we didn't grow with those that maybe would become Christians. And so not only is there some commendation there, but maybe there's some challenges or some concerns, some things that we could do better. But at the same time, just because we didn't have one or two or any specific number doesn't mean there's not necessarily any growth. I, I know the Bible class teachers here. I know those that are working hard to study. And there is growth among our people even in just studying God's Word. And so I think there is some commendation for the growth that takes place here at Saudi. And it's not just about numbers, but sometimes about our growth in our study. And we certainly want to continue to see that. We think about evangelism, of course, in Mark 16, 15, and 16, about going into all the world and preaching the gospel to every creature. Uh, how are we doing with our evangelism? Uh, because it is about growth in many ways. And as we said in our lesson this morning, it's not about having a mega church or $13 billion flowing through the contribution here, but it is about growing because we are evangelizing and reaching out to those that are lost. Are we inviting people to our services? Are we encouraging those who visit? We're thankful for one of the things that's not really mentioned, I forgot to put it up there, but the care team program uh, does a good work. And our different leaders, we're appreciative, appreciative to them and those who work each week to take names and make visits and make card, cards and makes calls. Uh, we can need to continue to do that, encouraging those who are visiting, encouraging those uh, who would need, need to be invited to our services. Um, 
As I mentioned this morning, just briefly in the lesson there, but I ha- I've had business cards printed up recently. Take them with you if you want. Hand them out. I'll be glad to study or go with you to study with someone. Um, but we want to be sure that we continue to focus on evangelizing because that was Jesus' goal, of course, to seek and to save the lost. And we want that to be our goal as well as we go forward and think back, but even go forward as well. Uh, what about our giving? Uh, again, you know, I'm thankful to this congregation because it seems like time and time again we come into the same category of those in 2 Corinthians chapter 8. We oftentimes quote chapter 9 and verse 7 there that we need to give not grudgingly, but God loves a cheerful giver. But in chapter 8, and I referenced this recently in a lesson, but Paul talks about those who would excel in giving. He talks about those in Macedonia, and as he's talking to those in Corinth, those who would give of themselves. And again, just as he says a few verses later, not grudgingly, uh, not of necessity, but being cheerful about it. How are we doing when it comes to our giving? And I would submit to you tonight, not just as a congregation, but individually. I've seen it, so I'm not here to add this to the list of, of concerns. Uh, we, you know, This is not a sermon on giving. I've seen it. I've seen people give not only to the contribution here, as we the elders see fit there, but even others, as they make maybe a one-time donation or as they give to a particular cause or something like that. Uh, we're thankful for the giving here, but we want to continue to think about that and how we can improve even in our giving as a congregation and individually. Uh, some concerns, maybe. Not that there's anything wrong, but things that we want to be careful about. Complacency. We've talked about the lukewarm church before in Revelation chapter 3. Those in Laodicea, how Jesus speaks of them being neither cold nor hot, and how they think they're in a good place, but they're not necessarily. You recall in verse number 17, you see, he says, Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. Yet you don't know, you don't recognize that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. A concern for the congregation here, not because I've necessarily witnessed it, but just a good concern for all of us, is that we don't become complacent with things. We're thankful for the growth that's taken place last year. We want to see more. We're thankful for the good works that have been done. But we'd like to continue it more and certainly continue the things that we already have started here. So don't become complacent. Not a concern again and that it's happened. We want to be on guard constantly. Keep hitting the button a little fast here. Immorality. Galatians chapter 5. When we think about not only the fruit of the Spirit there, but listed before that, the works of the flesh. Um, We could spend all night, and we could spend the rest of the year, uh, even as short as it is, talking about the immorality of the world around us. We have to be on guard for that immorality. Uh, We can talk about the clothing that the world wears or the lack of clothing. We can talk about uh, the language. We can talk about what's viewed. We can go on any number of things to think about the immorality around us. But when we think about concerns of this congregation, it's not that we see immorality in the congregation, but let's continue to be on guard and watching out for it. It's very easy for things to continue or begin and then continue to seep in. That's the word we use sometimes, seep into a congregation. And immorality is certainly rampant around us among many people. Those things that Paul lists there to those in Galatia, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murderers, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. That's certainly not an exhaustive list, but we might find a few things in there that if we're not careful, if we're not watching out for these works of the flesh, if we're not abiding in the fruit of the Spirit, 
then we can see the congregation, and maybe not as a whole, but beginning with just a few, be given over to immorality, and we need to be concerned about that and looking out for that. And then fellowship. We think about Hebrews 10, 24, and 25, of course, of not forsaking the assembly, but not doing that because we are seeking to encourage one another and build each other up. The word, of course, there in the New King James, stir up love and good works. We want to continue in our fellowship. As we've said in recent lessons, we need it. We need the fellowship. That's what it's, we're here for. When we think about the struggles that we face, when we think about immorality looking us in the face, when we think about complacency, that's then that we can turn to each other. It's then that I look across this room and even this morning and other times that we're meeting together and I see people that I can rely upon because of the fellowship that we have, the agreement that we have. We need it. And so it's important that we think about the fellowship that we have, not just necessarily even in the area or in other congregations, but even among ourselves. Are we taking advantage of it? Are we being here when we can? Are we encouraging each other along the way? Uh, it's important as we think about the struggles of the world that we have that fellowship one with another. We continue to build each other up. And so again, uh, concern, yeah, but not necessarily because we witness it here, but because we don't want to witness it here in any form or fashion. Uh, challenges. A few things that I might challenge you with and challenge myself with. Uh, maybe, first of all, maybe read the Bible through in a year. Many of you probably have done that before. It's a good challenge. There's lots of other things out there like that that you can do, uh, different di uh, reading plans. Harrison, and I, Harrison shared one with me recently that was even uh, a tighter window that might be more of a challenge but might be more encouraging as you think about really reading through a specific set of books in a month or in 90 days. Uh, challenge yourself, maybe to read the Bible through in a year, but maybe to find another plan. Reading the New Testament, reading the Old Testament. Uh, and if we do that, and we find ourselves in the Word and reading the Word, then it's going to be a lot easier oftentimes to put aside the sin uh, if we do things such as that. Uh, maybe even consider completing a Bible correspondence course. Have you ever done that before? I've read through a few, but I've not actually gone through completing one. But whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, there's some benefit in maybe looking at a Bible correspondence course. We've got several uh, in the office, and in fact, I think we just got some more from somebody who just kind of sent them to us for free to take a look at them and check them out. So you can take a look at some of the ones that have been a part of this congregation before, and maybe even some newer ones from different sources. But consider doing something like that. Uh, maybe something that you think you might know all the answers to, but you might challenge yourself because it might you might see that there is an encouragement. Number one, you might be able to help somebody else go through something like that. But number two, hopefully you would be benefited from completing even a study that you think you might already have it all figured out. Uh, a third one, commit to attending every Bible class possible. Um, you know, it goes without saying, and we've touched on it already, the encouragement that comes from being a part of our Bible classes. We're thankful for the auditorium class. We're thankful for, you know, another adult class. We're thankful for the ladies' class that they have. And we're thankful certainly for all of our young people who learn from birth on up about many different things. Our family, as many of you probably do enjoy, going home on Sunday and asking, what did you talk about? What did you learn about in class? Seeing where everybody's going through and the way that we're growing. Uh, but commit to attending every Bible class possible. Um, as we've talked about our sick over the last few days, I've said it again. If you're sick and you think you're going to spread it, we don't want you here. And we're not going to tell you that you're wrong for not being here. If there's something coming up and you're traveling or you're sick, we understand. But as much as is possible for you, we'd love to have you here because it's an encouragement to us. 
And then finally, maybe this year, uh, in, into next year, make it the year that maybe you've been the most involved you've ever been in, been before with the work at Saudi. Uh, everybody kind of has their talents. Everybody kind of has things that they're better at uh, and things that maybe they're not so strong in. That's fine. Again, I understand. But maybe there's a few other ways that you can get involved with something. Uh, we've already given you a partial list tonight of things that are going on and things that you could be a part of. And we want to encourage each other with that. And maybe there's just a little way. Maybe it's sending a few more cards. Maybe it's being involved with another work or something else that the congregation does that you've not been a part of. But as we think about 2018 fixing to be gone and 2019 coming, we can challenge ourselves, all of us, myself included, to do maybe just a little bit more. And if we each one do a little bit more, we will see the growth. Uh, hopefully from those who are lost, but even just in the number here. There's so much to be done, and if we all share the burden, uh, then we can see a lot of accomplishment, even as we've already seen that in the last year. As we conclude this lesson tonight, uh, and we think about the challenge of preparation, um, and the next week as we get through Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, uh, we are going to think about preparation for next year. And many people are going to begin to make preparation for things, and maybe things are going to do better. <clears throat> Pardon me. Maybe things are going to change. We're about to sing a song in just a moment. Prepare to meet thy God. Uh, are you prepared to do that? Because more so than the, the things that come with losing weight or being, being better financially or any number of things that you can think about in the new year, being prepared to meet God is the most important. And tonight as we conclude this lesson and we get ready to sing this very encouraging song, where do you stand in regard to your relationship with God? Are you a Christian? If you're not, we would encourage you to think about that. We would encourage you to, to make that change even tonight. If you'd like to know more, we'd gladly study with you so that you can understand that great commitment. Maybe you're here and you've done that, but you've wandered away. You look back at the past year and you say, you know, I wasn't the best I could be. I want to go into not only this week, but the new year, being the best I can be. Being not perfect. Um, but being a follower of Christ, doing all I can to be the right example to those that I come in contact with. Maybe you're here tonight, you're a Christian, but you've wandered away and allowed sin to enter your life. We're thankful that God allows us his second law of pardon, that we can pray for forgiveness, and he is willing to do just that. We sing, we meet, and we sing to encourage each other. Even this evening, if you need to make a change, would you consider doing so now? We stand together and as we sing.